Hey, welcome into an episode, another episode of Basketball Babble, the NBA show where we talk about all things going around in the NBA, um, the latest news, the um, latest games, um, little recap action, any and everything that is important um, to the association. I'm your host, Trev, and I'm joined here by my co-host as always. I have El Jefe and I have TP, also known as uh, TP Soprano as well. So, um, Guys, we've had a interesting, you know, little um, break. I would say, well, break for the NBA. Um, we're just coming off of the All Star break, um, and we all enjoyed the All Star game. Um, pretty eventful game that was uh, that the NBA puts on every year. So it was- let's get started with that. Um, you know, guys, let's 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 get into it. Let's get into that NBA All Star game. Um, yeah, Hefe, um, TP. Yeah, what did you think about about that game? Um, High scoring affair as always. Um, well, fortunately, team LeBron couldn't get it done. He didn't play <laughs> all the game either. But um, it was a good one, I guess. <laughs> I did see somewhere that this has uh, been that viewership in the All Star game has been the, has been the lowest it's ever been. It was actually beneath the NFL Pro Bowl or lack thereof Pro Bowl or whatever it was that they showed us a couple weeks ago. So. The NBA has a problem on their hands. They need to find a way to bring back some sort of some sort of care about uh <clears throat> about the show. TP Soprano here. You know, I woke up this morning and got myself a oh, I'm not gonna say that if you guys know about Sopranos. However, I mean the All-Star game, they gotta figure out what's going on. Um, congratulations to Mac McClung signing a two-way contract so that he could perform in the All-Star game or you know, dunk contest. But again. The dunk contest is a shell of its former self. Nobody, none of the all-stars, none of the real contenders, you know, want to perform in this for whatever reason, whether it's pride, they don't want to lose to a guy like Mac McClung or, you know, it's, it's, I don't know what the NBA is going to do. David Stern is rolling around in his grave because he, he gave us an excellent product. And now, <laughs> you know, you know, guys, we didn't, we didn't know, what to, we didn't, yeah, they, they didn't know what to do with it on the handover. But uh, yeah. uh, talking about Matt McClung, I mean, there's a little controversy, and I don't like to use that word, but you know, people were concerned, like, man, how'd you let uh, you know, the white guy win the duck contest <laughs> during Black History? During all- <laughs> well, I think the All Star is always during Black History Month, so for sure, and that's 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 like one of the things that we should look forward to as a community. However, you know, I guess Woody Woody Harrison would be proud. You know, white yeah. man can't jump. So, Woody, Woody, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Woody was somewhere. Did you see? You, you saw the um, the the preview, of the remake with uh, Jack Harlow. Please. Please. I'm excited to see no. it. I like Jack Harlow, man. You're excited to see what? I want to see the film. I want to see what they do with it. This modern adaptation, I'd like to see. Yeah, I'm gonna leak the photo. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, hey, this is hey. Look, this is El Hefe chiming in now. Hold on, now. Wait a minute. Do not leak that photo. There's not a photo to leak in the first place. So I don't know what you guys are even talking about. Don't worry. The the Republic. I'm not. I'm not worried. You're right. I'm not worried. (laughs) No one's worried. For the sake of mankind, do not leak the photo. Let's get right back into the all. Let's get back into the All Star game, man. I want to talk about a guy. I want to talk about a guy that I personally really don't care for, don't like at all. But, man, he dropped 55 in the All-Star game. That was crazy. I'm talking about that guy, Jason Tatum. Wait, wait, you that don't like Jason Tatum? What beat do you have with Jason I Tatum? do not like Boston. So anybody who plays for Boston, I do not like. So, so yeah, you heard that correctly. So do you not like Kevin Garnett is what you're saying to me? Because he at one time played for the Boston Celtics, but has played for other teams. 
Did you want me to say it again? Okay. Anybody that played for Boston, I do not like. Have you ever seen a video of Jason Tatum teaching you how to tie a tie? He was 19 years old. And he he actually, there's a video on YouTube I was suggested to me of my algorithm. He was teaching the world how to tie a tie. It's actually very informative. Very exciting stuff. <laughs> that's 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 absolutely insane. And I hope he didn't teach you how to tie a tie, buddy. No, no, I already know how to tie a tie. But for people that oh, don't okay. know how to tie a tie, I can actually I can send that well, video this hey, look, before he was a Boston Celtic. He's a very good human. Well, look, I could tell you one person who who needs that video, the guy you were trying to leak that photo to. Send him that video. Please help him. No, no, that's it's, that's it's it's, that's, it's it's going beyond. It's going. You've beyond gone. Him. You you both have gone too far this morning. Um, that that photo is going to see the light of day. It's going to be. Who, who says? Okay, that's that's enough. Offline conversation, uh, for sure. But, <laughs> um, yeah, all star game, all star activities were pretty interesting. Um, three point contest wasn't you know it wasn't all that. I mean, it was three point contest. Um, dunk contest. Congratulations, congratulations to Dane. Yeah, congratulations. Yes, sir. Hey, they made me some good money during All-Star Week. I had him during the three-point contest. I had him hitting eight threes during the the uh the game. Ooh, I should have took Jason Tatum too. Yeah, it was Dame time. It it was was Dame time. And he also said that the world better hope that he doesn't get a ring in Portland, which he probably won't, so we won't have to worry about that. I know he's not running from the ground. We're not worried about that. <laughs> hey, but I respect him though. He's not leaving Portland. For he's sure. sticking true to to you know to to the Portland ties. He's he's out there. For sure. One thousand percent the, the utmost respect, uh, Dame. You know, this we just it needs to be known, brother. <laughs> not a not an NBA finals is coming to Portland. Oh um, well, not a chip, rather. Sorry. It, it did come to Portland a couple of times. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, anyways, let's let's move on, uh, gentlemen. All Star Game is here and it's gone, and um, you know since then there was an All Star Game Part Two. Um, this matchup was between the uh, the Kings and the Clippers. Um, really interesting matchup where the final score was. Uh, remind me, um, it was one seventy six to one seventy five. That's right. That's right. One point game. What a crazy event after the All-Star um, game. Who knew we'd get another one in season? I mean, <laughs> two overtimes. Um, I mean, this this game broke some records. This was – I wouldn't have expected this. I remember tuning in, uh, I believe it was in the fourth quarter. I think it was five or six minutes left. I thought, oh, wow, it's a pretty high-scoring game. Hadn't been monitoring at all. And um, I went to sleep shortly after seeing that score. I never would have figured that it would have gone into double overtime. Maybe overtime, sure, not double overtime. And I did not respect expect that result. So, I mean, what were you guys thinking about this? Did you watch this one live or did you um, just catch up later like most of us? So I, I actually had no idea this was going on. Um, pretty sure I was I was sleeping peacefully. But, you know, I just happened to check. I, was, I woke up the next day and I was like looking at different scores. And then I, got, I was like, am I tripping? Because I was actually on the phone with a friend of mine. We were talking about different NBA scores, whatever. And I was like, I know I didn't just see 176 out of the corner of my eye. Because, you know, my uh, optometrist said that my left eye was broken and it doesn't actually do anything. It's more so my right eye does the same for both eyes. So I was Is like. Is it like astigmatism? Yeah, I do have astigmatism, but the left eye is just completely like broken. It's like. It's like when Buzz Lightyear lost his arm trying to fly out of the window. Really, then he realized he couldn't fly. My left eye is like, yeah, buddy, it, it's it's dead here. We got to get you one of those Naruto eyes. They kind of just like screw those in like light bulbs. 
Hey, brother. You talking about the um, oh, the Sharing Gun? <laughs> there's there's actually a Halloween photo. There's 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 a there's a photo and video of me somewhere with those with those red eyes. So the Sharing Gun. Yeah. Genkyo. Yeah, Genkyo. <laughs> So my guy Itachi, yeah, we're not we're not here to do that, but um, because like we could we could really you know sidebar and really get into it, <laughs> but um, you know the Aryan Fox and Malik Monk combining for eighty seven points, it's funny because my boy's like, yeah, Malik Monk needs to be tested, but the Aryan Fox, um, he's had an excellent season, you know, being being an all star and just really taking this king this king's team to the next level. He's you know been there the entire time. You know, people started, you know, questioning whether De'Aaron Fox was going to be the guy or, you know, whether the Kings could actually take the next step. And it seems they actually have, especially with the addition of Domitasa Bonus, who only gave 20 points in this effort. So um, I know Cam was a They're currently upset. third in the West. Exactly. I mean, it, it, it they're almost they're feels out like, there. It almost feels like they're kind of like the Kings of the old, you know, the solid basketball team. I mean, I'm not going to say. Because the, the Chris Rubber Kings, those are some of my favorite Kings teams to watch, like Bobby Jackson, all those boys. Pages, so yeah, I think it's Doug Christie. Um, oh, like Rick Adelman was the coach. You know, those are Matter of fact, I got teams. a question. I got a quick question. When's the last time the Kings, at this point in the season, were higher than any other L.A. team in the standings? I don't remember. Let's ask Chat GPT. Here we go. <laughs> We, Actually, don't ask, to... don't ask Chat GPT because it would not be able to. Well, it, it could help us, but a lot of it's um, the stuff it's pulling from is 2021 and prior. I saw a clip the other day. There was this one dude who was messing with the Chat GPT, um, like the interface of the system, whatever. He was talking back to it. And he was like, two plus two is five. And GPT, Chat GPT was like, no, two plus two is four. And he was going back and forth. And he, like, I guess, I don't know. I don't know if it's like considered like reverse programmed or whatever, but. He was able to get ChatGBT to say whenever he asked, like, "What's two plus two? He got it to say two plus two equals five. I was like, "Oh, if you can convince the AI to do this, imagine what you can convince the AI to, you know, do outside of that." As long as you keep like the chat box open, because obviously when you shut it down, it's gonna forget all that you've said to it. But just interesting how you can manipulate AI to your, you know, to your whim until the AI starts manipulating us back. But again, another another sidebar for a different time because the Kings. I'm here to play basketball. Um, the Clippers, I know Kawhi Leonard is not going to play basketball for the next four weeks because his knees are going to be falling off. Like ribs fall off the bone when they're cooked properly. Kawhi is done. Paul George gave 34 or 35, but, you know, obviously wasn't enough. It's, it's interesting to see what the Kings are going to do in this, uh, this current climate with the Lakers and the Clippers, as Hefe said, you know, abysmal. I know some guys think the Lakers are going to be climbing back up with the new additions that they had, but I think they're going to be a first-round exit if they even make the playoffs. Listen, hot take once again. I'm going to say this every podcast. Lakers aren't making the playoffs. Lakers are definitely making the playoffs. They're 13th in the West right now. I think you might be Bro, right. They that. just they just beat they just beat the Warriors. I know they don't have stuff, but um, the Warriors are also still in the playoff hunt. They don't have the best records right now. And yeah, they're they're five hundred right now. Nine yeah, they they beat them. I won't say they just you know stomped on them, but they beat them convincingly. So, well, every game is a must win for the Lakers right now. Yeah, every every game is truly a must win for Lakers. These last twenty or so odd games, they probably will not win all of them, but I mean, they they need to win against teams like the Warriors, who are also trying to take their spot as well. So, 
Yeah, I do think there's a concerted effort. LeBron wasn't even on his points tear. He was working on distributing the ball to make sure his team wins. And and that formula worked. I think if their starters stay healthy, this team absolutely makes the playoffs. The Lakers. Yeah, no, LeBron, LeBron doesn't need to play uh, play hard anymore. He can he can basically reduce his role to being like the Alfaruka Minu type player. You know, he could just chill out, let the young boys do their thing like he should have when they had Lonzo, uh, Brandon Ingram, and D'Angelo Russell. He didn't have time to wait for him to grow. He didn't have time to wait for him to grow. D'Angelo is, well, yeah, that's true. Now D'Angelo is a grown man. Whose fault was that? Um, It was the Lakers organization's fault. And they corrected it by giving him Anthony Davis. And they won a championship, so it all worked out. That was that was all LeBron's call. They got one, and they could have probably they could have potentially had more later on, but we'll see. We'll see what yeah. happens. We'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. But there was another um significant matchup played over the weekend. Um, pretty interesting historically. Um, we've had Celtics and the 76ers uh, play against each other, which resulted in a. Celtics victory only by three points. And um, towards the end of the game, we had um, Joel Embiid almost tie the game up and put it into overtime. Took a three-point shot. I think it was 75 feet, correct? 65, um, I'm sorry. It was 65, 65 feet. And he made a basket, but um, unfortunately, it was before – it was after time expired, so it did not count. Um, but a pretty exciting moment in that arena. Um, the fans were, you know, kind of like – getting really excited and everything, but they were unable to um, secure that win. Um, so it looks like the Celtics, uh, they bested the second Sixers once again this season. Um, looks like they just have their number this year. You know, the Celtics, this the best in the East. Um, nothing else matters. And what do you guys think? I hate them both. Well, that wasn't the question, but um... it's just such insight. <laughs> I know, but but, but look, but look, no, 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 but look, such but look, he asked me breaking insight. I mean, hey, look, but look, he asked me ask for no, I asked, I asked you he yes or no question, and you, and you gave me you a complex me answer, and that's what I thought. You asked me this, what I thought. That's what I was thinking. Is, I asked you. I heard uh, yes or no, and you gave me <laughs> like I, I know, but I heard all I heard was Philly. And I heard Boston, and then I heard was what do you think? And that's what I thought. Like that, that immediately I hate them both. This brother's ready for this brother's ready for ESPN. You get you ask a question and you get a completely different answer. Stephen A. Smith <laughs> has been teaching this man clearly. You've been watching too many clips. Um, but TP, what do you think? Who I mean, at this point, I mean, obviously we know the records and the standings, but I mean, who's clearly the better team in the East right now? I mean. It's it's very difficult to go against Boston, you know, coming off their finals, um, their finals appearance. They 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 just seem like a team that's primed on a mission to return. Jason Tatum only dropped 18 that night. Obviously, with the game winner, uh, the game winning step back three to put him at 18. He I mean he struggled for the most part. He was seven for 17 from the field, um, three for eight, but he did have uh, 13 rebounds and six assists to go with that. So he's kind of like as you were saying earlier. LeBron, you know, distributing the ball and doing other things. You know, it seems like Jason Tatum was doing other things for the team. And then, but, you know, Jalen Brown comes and gives you 26. Every All the starters scored in double digits. So, it's, I mean, it's really solid. And you get, um, you get play off the bench from Derek White dropping 18 as well. So, you know, it's, it's, it's always good when you have a well-rounded performance from your team. 
Whenever Derek White has a good game, the Celtics like they just dominate. Not saying they dominated the other, you know, the other night, but you know, they won against one of the best. So no, no, yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely they're a hard beat when you have guys like that coming off the bench and giving you 18 points. Yeah. Um, but that I mean Joel Embiid, he drops 40 plus. So it's just like, you know, the Sixers are they seem to be like a step away from, you know, they're always like a little bit away from taking on like taking out the Celtics. And I think that you know, come playoff time, that's going to be a bit of a chip on the shoulder. I wouldn't be surprised if, excuse me, in the event that those two have to run into each other in the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a seven-game series out of that, like an instant classic, if you will, similar to like, you know, the the Raptors 76ers when Kawhi Leonard hits that that buzzer beater that bounced on the rim and made it seem like, oh, the 76ers are finally going to get over the edge or get over the hump. That was um, insane. I remember I remember one thing about that, um, that episode <laughs> um that episode that um that game oh script was, writing i know i know that no episode, no 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 you, that, you that episode of nba basketball no that episode of game of thrones <laughs> it was the last it was the last season of game of thrones and i remember um, no, me, me and my a, brother were it downstairs a, it was a watch party it. it was a watch party at a, a friend's house and uh that game was on the, the 76ers and the um and the the raptors, raptors. And uh, I remember it was like that game was on and then the Game of Thrones episode was coming on or it was about to come on. I don't know which came first or whatever, but it was just like it was all happening around the same time. And it was, it was no, a so wild night. I'll tell you. So the Raptor 76ers was on upstairs in my house. Yeah. F-A, I'm not sure if you were at my house. I don't think you were. But no, because I would have turned that Game of Thrones garbage completely so off. So I might have broke the TV. What are y'all so doing and, watching that nonsense? So listen, me and my brother were down, me and my brother were downstairs watching Game of Thrones. And while we're watching Game of Thrones, uh my boy, my boy Rob, or obviously you guys know Rob, yeah. Daryl, and I think Zeke, they were all upstairs watching the game. And so, like at the climax of the Game of Thrones episode, literally all you hear is all, are all three of them yelling after the shot. And <laughs> yeah. Rob gave me shit for weeks because he's yeah. like. He's like, you fuckers decided to watch Game of Thrones and Kawhi Leonard hit one of the most clutch shots in NBA history. And I was like, matter of fact, I think I was there actually. You might have been there. That's the I same think like I was there upstairs. for that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you for watching Game of Thrones, like, because I mean, I was doing, I was doing both, but I think no, 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 no. He no, always, there, there, he, he, he has no idea what he. TP never knows what he's doing. No, that, that, of, was, that was Game of Thrones is peak. Yeah, no, that, that was peak. I mean, everybody in the world, yeah, peak garbage. Bitch. Dude, you're an idiot dude it, everybody in the world was watching game of thrones like and a few people not this guy yeah okay obviously a few people you're, watching you're, you're uncultured NBA. swine sorry a buddy people, a few people were watching the nba i mean who would have thought Kawhi would have hit like the shot of shots i mean it was yeah for sure yeah it definitely the wasn't claw. pretty it definitely wasn't pretty but it was it was an amazing moment because like you know Kawhi didn't even think that shit was going and he's like this is what I have to do you know I have to make this shot and he made it I mean obviously the ball went in but it's like when it hit the rim we were all like okay it's not and it's like oh it bounced this way oh okay oh my gosh and it's like then it you know everyone goes crazy like if you looked at the bases of like Kawhi and like, yeah, exactly. bro, that, that was like the funniest part of it too they were just like 
they were losing like you know i just remember everything. seeing like the image of Kawhi like in a spider-man pose on the ground like yeah kneeling, <laughs> like kneeling down his fist balled up he's like oh Bro, and then it, it fucking that would that's probably like one of the like um like Kawhi, like he he stopped acting at that moment like he stopped yeah, the sure. robot acting he was like i'm gonna be myself real quick <laughs> yeah he's like nah this is this <laughs> just is it. that moment and he was like you know was, the, the excitement was even too much for him um, and that's like you know i mean get to you know back to the actual point or you know about and be you know there's there's just so much heartbreak for this guy he, he's an excellent hooper i think that you know i know that Jokic is averaging a triple double and we're talking about Jokic making history being one of three players to ever um three peat the mvp the regular season mvp award but we can't just discount joel Embiid. he dropped 41 in 40 minutes he's, he's healthy I mean, he yeah, had a double, double. It's never been done at the center position, which is is more historic. I mean, Jokic just put up forty some points. I mean, for sure. But like now that we understand the NBA and what the game, what the game offers now, like the different like positionless basketball, you know, a cheap way of, you know, describing it. How any any and everybody can. I don't want to say stat pad, but I mean, like you know, like again, this is a cheap talking point because everybody said it, but you know, like. When, when we look at what Westbrook was doing, right? Everybody was saying, oh, Westbrook is a stat pattern. He's not that guy. Even even, even to say, well, LeBron, you know, we've all, like, I've, I've been I've been guilty of this saying, oh, LeBron's just stat padding. Like him going for points, you know, the, the point total, like, oh, he's just stat padding to get this record that he's going to dial it back. But I mean, I mean, rightfully so, he did make history and that's going to be a record that'll never break. But at least not in our lifetime. But yeah, you know, I just, I just think it's something to look, to look at because Joel Embiid, whenever he plays Jokic, Jokic gets worked. And I think that should be in consideration when we're talking about the true MVP. But um yeah, yeah it should. I think it's gonna come down to whoever is first in their division and um, you know, their conference and um the Nuggets currently For have sure. that first. I think that matters a lot. Um but yeah, so those those are two uh, really interesting matchups over the weekend. Um, you know, that you know I think affect uh the overall association but let's get into the buyout market man so you know since the trade deadline um the only other way at that point um you know to move from team to team it's obviously to get you know bought out of your contract your deal and uh you know get moved elsewhere so um we've had some players on the move recently um you want to get into this one Hefe? you are our buyout market expert um let's talk about who moved where um some implications and um you know what all that you know really means for this season as we go into the playoffs. Yeah, so uh, we had uh, up, uh, we had Kevin Love going from the Cavs to Miami, Westbrook going from the Jazz to the Clippers, Pat Bev going from the Magic to the Bulls, Jack uh, Reggie Jackson, Hornets to Nuggets. Uh, TP's favorite one, Dwayne Dedman, he went from the Spurs to the 76ers, RJ Hampton, Magic to Pistons, Terrence Ross, Magic to Suns, Danny Green, Grizzlies to Cavs, Justin Holiday, uh, Rockets to Mavs, Stanley Johnson also got bought out, but nobody's picked him up. Same with Will Barton. Uh, and John Wall and Serge Ibaka, they're still pending. So they may be getting – Didn't John Wall have some interesting words about his firm, uh, former he or seem to be former he called, employer? He called them a trash organization. He, 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 he said it's nothing more than a trash organization. Oh my gosh, man! Yeah, when it comes to that, when you're willing to say that openly, like in in these type of times, I mean, it's... And that was a recent interview too. Yeah. That, that's that's pretty wild that he he went out and said that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's... they almost said they said that Harden may actually return to Houston. So there's obviously something else going in Houston that players 
want to go back, come back for. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he's not basketball. It, yeah, I don't think it's basketball for. I, don't think so, I mean, <laughs> there's a I lot of fun so, activities. Yeah. In Houston, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure some people miss him out there in uh, Houston. I think so too. James he's probably gotten some phone calls. Hey, when are you coming back? I heard I heard something in the news. I heard a rumor rumor report. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so a lot of guys have been on the moves. Um, I think the biggest, obviously, out of those, I'm sure you all would agree, Russell Westbrook. Um, going from it was the uh, Utah, right, to um, mm-hmm. yeah, to to the Clippers, uh, back to LA, you know, and uh, for him, you know, if he doesn't have the changes, commute, um, you know, everything's the same. So uh, that's good for him and his family. Doesn't have to switch anything up too much. Um, but yeah, that's 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 the biggest um biggest one. Um, next we have the the Cavs and we have um Miami, the Miami Heat. Both teams are 0-2 since the all-star break. What does this mean for two teams that um especially for the Cavs who were really kind of dominating, you know, my opinion before the all-star break? I mean, they were, you know, playing these tough defensive games. I mean, they were uh, really dominating. Um, if they were down, they came back. Um, the Cavs have been a versatile team. Now, Miami's been a little up and down all season, but um, it's unlike them to be in this position. So, I mean, where are we with these two things, two teams? Do we think it's just an all-star break hangover? You know, they had a little too many mojitos, you know, just kind of still recovering, or is it uh, something larger? Is it concerning um, to our resident Miami Heat fan, El Jefe? What's going on with your team, man? I am, I am concerned that they didn't get rid of Kyle Lowry. Um, I'm not concerned right now because Jimmy shows up in the playoffs. So as long as get they get to the playoffs, they gotta make it there. I, I, and they will. Don't I mean the East is the East, and and there's I don't see there's what's their any position. They don't. Make. What's the position? I think they're seventh right now. Uh, currently, okay. I just I yeah. I see yeah. So I see no way that. I really see no way they drop below seventh, uh, honestly. And and honestly, they could even make it. They could start winning games soon and and creep back up into the top positions. Um, I'm not ready to hit the panic button completely on Miami. Um, I know they have a, a pretty pretty strong matchup next. I think in Philly, I believe, which they'll probably end up losing that matchup too. But don't worry, there's a matchup coming up real soon against a, a bummy squad uh, known as the Knickerbockers. Um, so. Be a low scoring affair. There'll be a low scoring affair. It'll it'll be a low scoring affair, and don't worry. It may not hit two hundred points. (laughs) (laughs) No, it might. It might. It might not hit one ninety. Yeah, that's possibility. But the Knicks have the second longest win streak in the NBA right now at five, sitting at five. Uh, We're not worried about that, buddy. The last two, the last ten games, they are eight and two, whereas your Miami Heat have lost four straight, and they are four and six in the last ten games. so I don't, I don't, I don't know why you're, you're, you know, spreading your hate towards the Knicks. Don't bring that to us, okay? Okay. We'll let, we'll let, we'll let ball the ball speak for for the ball, okay? You know, we'll let ball decide it. You know, um, little basketball yeah, just, game, and then you two can talk trash endlessly after that matchup. Just, you know, I look forward. You know to what it. I'm really, hey, you know what I'm really trying to look forward to. I really just hope that we finish five and six because I can't wait for that first round exit for you, buddy. Are you sure about that? No, oh, yes, sir. Is that is that is that a guarantee? Is that a guarantee? Is that yeah. what you're saying? 
Guarantee. Y'all, y'all put some money on the side about on that one. Okay. <laughs> We've got a few upcoming games. We've got a few upcoming games that um that well before we get into those upcoming games, I want to take it to another segment. Um, kind of teams on the on the rise and teams that are um kind of fading into irrelevancy. Uh, so coming out of All Star break, um, you know, even prior to there, there were some trades that were made, and um, they had a direct impact on two different squads. Um, so we're talking about the Brooklyn Nets, and we're talking about the Phoenix Suns. So as of right now, the Brooklyn Nets are a fade team, most likely for the rest of the year, even though the record is good. And the Suns are currently heating up with their acquisition of Kevin Durant. Um, will the Brooklyn Nets ever be relevant again? Was this their last chance to? kind of claim relevancy now that they've lost uh all their stars i mean you could say ben simmons is there he's a name but he has not played like a all-star um you know this season obviously so are they are they gone into irrelevancy forever now like what's going on i mean it's it's difficult to say just because you know if if they do perform you know, you kind of almost have to talk about them in regards to, okay, maybe Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, they were the issue. But for what, or, you know, what I'm seeing, you know, Ben Simmons now having to sit out two games, at least with a knee injury, you know, he's kind of starting that same issue or that same trend of, okay, I'm not playing basketball anymore because, you know, the light's going to be on him now. We all see what has happened when the light is on him. And it's nothing against, you know, nothing to, like a cheap shot in because, you know, he has mental health issues or whatever it is that's bothering him. And that just may be the case. But the Nets, as far as the relevancy and potency in mass media, you know, with Kevin Durant departing, Kyrie Irving departing, you know, it, it kind of makes it difficult to talk about these guys. No, no offense to the guys like Cam Thomas, Cam Johnson, Mikael uh, Bridges, you know, the Hoopers that are actually out there because, I mean, there's still good basketball that can be played on Brooklyn. It's, it's going to be played on Brooklyn. Yeah. But, you know, the, the mass media is not going to be paying attention. And, you know, the Suns were already a talking point. They'd been to the finals a couple of years ago. Devin Booker's coming back. Chris Paul is still Chris Paul. But now you have the addition of Kevin Durant, which is polarizing in any market, no matter where he goes. You know, whether you think that whether you hate Kevin Durant or you love Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is going to be talked about. He's one of the greatest basketball players who ever pick up a basketball. So, you know, Brooklyn's going to be Brooklyn, to your point, Trev, they are going to be fading away, even if they are a fifth seed, sixth seed, seventh seed in, in the Eastern Conference, just because they don't just they don't have that star power anymore. People are going to be talking about them just because, you know, Ben Simmons is talking about because they're like, oh, let's make fun of Ben Simmons again because, you know, he's not on the floor anymore. He's going to have these issues. They stand the third. Yeah. Um, I think they still make the playoffs um, just because of, you know, what they were able to achieve, you know, prior to trading Kevin Durant. And I think they're a good defensive basketball team, maybe not as good offensively, but um, I, I think there's an opportunity for them to still um, make the playoffs. But in terms of the future, I don't know, because they'll probably be a playoff team this year. So they probably won't have, um, I don't know what picks they have this year. I know they've made a lot of trades recently, so I don't know exactly what their what their pick selection is like. But, um, you know, hopefully they win in the draft and just kind of build that way. I think that, you know, after all the mess that went on to acquire all these players, um, they traded away a lot. But it looks like they got a lot back. So maybe they kind of figure it out that way. Um, I, I think Brooklyn seeps down into the playing round and eventually gets the, that, you know, exit in the play on, playing round right there. I don't I, I, I don't think this team is trying to win games right now. 
Yeah, they're definitely a fade against team right now. Like if I were betting on them, I'd look for, you know, matchups and I'd, you know, be looking to kind of bet like unders in those games or, you know, team total unders and, you know, probably probably fade them, you know, like maybe live in bet, maybe they get up or something like that. Um, just look to fade them uh, rest of the season. Like you said, they're probably not looking to win games, but they've they'll, won, you know, a certain win amount. No more than 10 games for the, 10 more games for the rest. Of I the, could see that. Seven, yeah. Probably, they're probably, the yeah. They'll probably win less than a dozen games the rest of the way. I mean, what is there like 20 some games left? Probably win less than a dozen, I'd say. But yeah, with the Suns, um, not the Suns, the Nets fading, uh, the Suns are heating up. They're heating up. Um, you know, they they've got key acquisitions. You've seen Kevin Durant on the sidelines and street clothes at the games. He, you know, looks pretty hyped. I think these guys are going out there and playing hard. They're like, oh man, like KD's watching us, <laughs> whatever. Um, that sort of thing. Um, Suns look promising. Um, I know their future odds to win the championships have obviously increased. I mean, I really think it's um it's shaping up to be like Celtics, uh, Suns, in my opinion. That's that's kind of what I'm we're seeing, but I mean, what, what what do you guys think about this? The Suns are heating up. The guys are on fire. Um, they're excited uh, for Katie to return um, from his injury and get into the lineup. I just want to say it again: Boston's trash. But go ahead. Once again, no one, no one asked you. Hmm. Nobody asked you. But uh, <laughs> TP, go ahead, man. I'm, I'm a little baffled by that Boston comment. I don't know what that was about. But bro, he someone sprinkled something in the cereal this morning. No, I think it's. I haven't uh, eaten. Just our friends, our friends, action. our friend's birthday was yesterday. He's a big Boston Celtics fan. Maybe that's just he's just taking shots at him. That's that's what I'm going to attribute it to. But um, I mean the sun, the Suns are the Suns. You know, Devin Booker when he, when but Devin Booker's healthy and Kevin Durant being healthy alongside Chris Paul, and they were able to keep DeAndre Aiden, which is a plus. They have a solid. It's a solid four four-man lineup right there um you know they kind of got got they got rid of some big pieces with cam johnson and uh, Cal bridges but i think that team is strong enough to run through the east i mean to run through the west at least until they have to deal with the likes of say um no because i don't think denver is going to be enough i mean the suns i feel like they might be the team to beat in the west i mean when steph curry comes back are they going to be able to deal with the demon the grid, the slim reaper that is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. I think, I think they know him pretty well. But Kevin Durant knows them pretty well. That's it. Um, I think health as well when it comes to that situation. Um, whatever team is healthier, um, you know, whether Steph is healthier, whether KD's healthier, I think it'll all come down to that, honestly. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, Kevin Durant is obviously the the crux for whether this team can make it to the finals or not. And it's no offense to you, Devin Booker, because we we know that you're an excellent hooper for sure. But Kevin Durant is just that much better than you, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it all depends not, on where the game is, like where the, where the games are initially played. If they're played in um, Oracle, I mean, shoot, they just have a way of beating teams. Not. It doesn't matter yeah. who you are; they just have a way of beating you um especially the celtics for some reason they they dominate the celtics when they play at home for the most part for the most part that's because the celtics suck no one asks you (laughs) chris paul chris paul has issues with steph man you know i mean steph steph kind of has issues with chris paul too but healthy steph versus chris paul now i'm taking steph 10 times out of 10 yeah that means like 36 
So a little, yeah, <laughs> thirty-eight, something yeah. like that. Plus, Chris Paul is cursed. I mean, cursed. Sorry, Chris. Chris Paul is cursed. Yeah, if he doesn't, I I don't think you know, Chris Paul. If 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 this Suns team, this um iteration of them, cannot get a ring, I don't foresee him getting a ring. I mean, you can even say next year. Oh well, they got the same squad next year. No, it's man, okay. something's gonna happen. But <laughs> like, yeah, if he doesn't, if he doesn't do it this year, um, I don't know. Because it's his best chance. They know they're making the playoffs. Like, they know they're making the playoffs. They'll be in there. I mean, if no starters really get injured, I mean, they have a good chance. Um, I think the Nuggets will be tough. The West is interesting. At the top, the West is very interesting. Um, Because you still got the Grizzlies up there. Yeah, and and every time that they speak up and start saying stuff, and they start to lose, so... um, is yeah, the NBA I mean, gonna let is the NBA gonna let a finals run through um Tennessee? Let me let me know. apologize to the Memphis guys because you know maybe maybe they really are about what it is that they say that they are, you know. Maybe they maybe they are thugging, but the NBA is not gonna let the thugging get a championship, so they better figure yeah. something out. Um they had a the the Grizzlies speak on them real quick. Um they did play really well against um the Nuggets at home yesterday but that's what the uh, memphis grizzlies do they just dominate at home you know they're they're just really those guys kind of like golden state does so um whoever they face in the playoffs initially uh who they play at home will just be um th- that that'll be a matchup because they they're just very dominant um when they play there but uh moving on so we like to do a few look ahead games um you know pro- two to three games to Look ahead to see what's going to be happening in the association. And uh, we circled three games that I've really liked so far. Okay. So on March 2nd, we have the 76ers um, at the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Um, the Mavericks just came off a game where they put up damn near 200 points against the San Antonio Spurs um, in a blowout win. And we had the 76ers who recently came off a loss against the, um, you know, Boston Celtics. But, uh, <laughs> That's neither here nor there what they recently did in the past. Um, we're looking ahead to what uh, they're going to do on this matchup on March 2nd. Um, I like Dallas here. Um, I just like their offensive pieces better than I like the 76ers. Um, they play good defense, the Sixers do, but I think it's a game that could be close by halftime and then in the third, fourth quarter, obviously – Dallas finds a way to push past them and to win. Obviously, I think they'll get the, you know, favorite point spread. But um, given that all the starters are playing and that they're healthy, I like Dallas in this game. Yeah, uh, with Kyrie and Luka playing together, it's kind of, it's very difficult to pick, pick, them, uh, pick against them in an uh, it's like a regular season matchup when defense doesn't really matter against your point. Chad, they dropped 142 against the Spurs. I thought it was like 200. So, my bad. No, yeah, not. I mean, it's close. It's uh, close yeah, I knew. Yeah, I knew yeah, what it in, was. In a, reg- in a regular yeah. fucking season game, nonetheless, yeah. 142 is insane. Yeah. So, um, you know, those two together, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of scoring at a high clip. This, I don't think the 76ers just have enough offensively to keep up with them, even if they play defense. You know, it's Whoa. just. Well, these these are the, these two teams currently they're ranked in the top ten, both of them for um, offensive rankings. So I mean, Philly might have enough. I'm not saying they're going to win this game though. I do think Dallas is going to win. Like I said earlier, Philly sucks. Boston sucks. Matter once fact, again, one, the one, East, one, that's not Miami. Sucks. Ground groundbreaking analysis for what the 76ers are going to be bringing to the, to the table. Hot take. 
I'm telling you guys, everybody that, in the East. That team in Miami got not beat named Miami without Giannis. They're playing like the whole game, bro. I don't want to hear nothing, bro. This is if if Harden if Harden can the stat sheet said he played. If Harden can show up alongside Embiid, I think that gives them a chance. And I don't really understand one thing either why the Harden and Embiid don't really run the pick and roll that often because that to me would put teams in a bit of a jam because you can have the pick and roll, you can have the pick and pop. You know, you could just have Harden come off that and score and, or, you know, kick out for a three. You know, the 76ers, they need to exploit that because a team like Dallas, you know, defensively, I don't know how stout they would be against a, a solid, you know, guard center combo. Let me tell you, Harden, Harden would never be content just running a pick and roll all game. He can't, he even, literally, like, he mentally he literally, can't do it. He literally did that in Houston with Click Capella. How do you think Click Capella got a contract in Atlanta? But well, I'm telling you, I'll, you can't I'll, do that I'll, no more. I'll say this. I'll say this. It's Jeff's not, probably it's not right. His trick bag. Yeah, I'd probably say that. It's not in his trick bag. I'm sure that they've tried to exploit this in practice. And for whatever reason, uh, Doc Rivers has has decided that that's not going to happen. Um, that's so, because Doc Rivers is a bad coach. I don't think he's a bad coach. He's, he's not a bad, good. Okay, he's not he's a good. Mediocre. He's not a good play. He's an no, average coach. No, no he's he not. He, he no, make no, no, you would no, no. No, no, no. Crunch time. No, correct. Um, but look, he is. He is. He's an just, above average coach. But in crunch time, yeah, sure. nah, I don't know about above average. No, he's no, an was, above was, average. I was being. Any organization be lucky to have Doc Rivers for the most part. I was being hyperbolic. He's not a bad coach for sure. He's he's actually a pretty good coach, but he does panic. He doesn't make adjustments. Yeah, he doesn't make. He doesn't make. You know what he needs to be. He needs to just be an assistant coach. You're an you idiot. Need, you be, need... He would be the best assistant coach in NBA history. Dude, why do you like to be offensive to people, man? Like, I'm I'm just trying to put him in a position that he could win a ring. I'm going he back can't to get he, it done as a already, coach. He's already won a ring. It's already done. Hefe, Hefe saying he's not getting crazy. another one. I'm, 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 he's I'm not I'm getting another to, ring. I'm going to sleep. Hefe is just saying things. He's just being disrespectful at this point. Doc Rivers will not see a ring in Philly. I'm going to Photoshop Hefe into the photo and leak it that way. All right, all right, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, so another another game we like. Uh, this is also going to be on March second. Uh, we have Clippers at Warriors. Okay, so this will be um, a revenge game. Actually, um, the Warriors and Clippers uh, played each other prior to the All Star break. Um, I believe it was the Warriors were on the road, and um, yeah, the Clippers were at home, and uh, the Clippers won um, in a high scoring affair. Um, now that it's swapped, Warriors are playing at home. I mentioned earlier, Warriors at home are just a different team. They could uh, really win against anyone. Doesn't matter who's in or out of their lineup. They're just a dominant team when they played Oracle. Who do we have in this game? I personally like. Um, well, it's tough. I I like I like the Clippers because you know just kind of where they're at at this point in the season. Um, and the Warriors are just a 500 team, um, unfortunately, right now. But. I mean, if the spread came out and it was like, you know, plus six, I'd have to take the Warriors on that, <laughs> kind of figure things out at home. Um, who's to say Steph isn't back? I mean, I don't think that he's tracking for that date, but I mean, I'm sure the Warriors want to rack up some wins um, uh, sooner rather than later. So what do, what do we all think about this matchup, Clippers at Warriors? I think the Clippers win this one. I'm going with the handicap squad. Disrespect. Yeah. If I mean if if Steph isn't on the floor and Kawhi Leonard is on the floor, 
I think the Clippers win this game handedly with Steph. If Steph and Kawhi are both one on the floor, I still think the Clippers potentially get this game. I don't know. They they they've been playing a good brand of basketball across the board for this you know for the entire year, even without you know I me mean, with Kawhi being a part time player. I think they're kind of like used to Kawhi not playing with the addition of Russell Westbrook. You know, the Lakers obviously didn't know how to use him. I think that there would be less pressure on Westbrook playing with the Clippers. I think that, I think I want to say this. I think the Lakers did know how to use Westbrook. I just think that he didn't work with. He was a puzzle piece that didn't work. I think they knew how to use him. He just didn't. He still didn't that's work a, yeah, with the team. I guess that's that's more. That's because what they used because what they used him with for this year was so much better than what they did last year. Like I think yeah. they knew what to do with him. They just still didn't work. He just wasn't a fit for that team. Whereas this team, I think he can. Yeah. You know, again, less less pressure. Even though he's still in LA, you know, he's yeah. obviously on the on the baby brother team so less scrutiny um allows him to just play a little bit more freely not to say that pressure like bothers Westbrook but I think the addition of him to this team it it, it adds a different pace to this Clippers offense and defense that will uh, you know work out in their benefit so I, I like the Clippers here I like the Clippers going forward especially if Kawhi can get healthy not to say that they'll make the finals, finals or anything, because the Clippers are cursed. They are a cursed franchise. <laughs> but I mean, this if if there is a year that the Clippers go to the finals, this would be the one. So no, they got they got West Brick. Them or the Suns. They're not going nowhere. West Brick's been. They to won't the make it out of the second round. I know, but they won't make it out of the second round here. We'll so you admit that they're going to dominate the first round, correct? No, I'm not saying they're going to dominate any round, but. They, they should. I mean, if the Clippers are who they say they are, they better make it out the first round. Let me tell you that. Right yeah, they're now. making out the first round, bro. <laughs> they're making. Let me. Hey, look. Let me. Hey, look. Let me tell you that right now. They, if they are who they say they are, they better yeah. make it out that first. Yeah, round. they're making out the first round. For sure. Oh, show. They're making it out. Um. Yeah. Then. So. I. Yeah. I like the Warriors. You guys are uh, seemingly on the Clippers for that one. I just like the Warriors at home. Um. I've seen them with Steph, without Steph, and they. You know. Sometimes they just beating the best of the best. Um. One way or another. Um. So next up, next day on March third, we have Grizzlies at Nuggets. Um. Yeah. Recently, the Nuggets and Grizzlies. You know, they just played. Um. They played last night, and uh, the Grizzlies had them. The Grizzlies had their number. Um, Grizzlies play so well at home. I mean, their win record at home is, I think the only other team that really stands up to them is the Nuggets at home and the Warriors at home. And, uh, <laughs> these are just teams, you know, at home, they're just, they're just a different team. Um, being that it's flopped, being that the Grizzlies were just dominating the, uh, you know, the Nuggets the other night, I got to go with the Nuggets here. I mean, they're the, you know, they have the best record in the West. Um, they're going to remember that sting. It won't even be a full week. Um, I like the Nuggets to get revenge here. I, I think it's as simple as that. Not saying the Grizzlies are bad on the road, but I mean, in terms of like you know spreads and things of that nature, they're not really not like that. I expect this spread. Um, when it comes out, it'll probably be like maybe anywhere from like four to six or something like that. Um, and I think the Nuggets will definitely cover that. So that means that we're looking at a close to a double digit victory. Um, just because they'll kind of remember that that sting a little bit. Um, what do you guys think about this one? Excuse me. Bless you. Um, you know, I think this this could be a Nuggets revenge game. And the Nuggets, you know, they do what they need to do. I know that the, the Grizzlies are 
you know, supposed to be the big bad, the big bad bullies of the West yeah. now, even though they haven't done much of anything. No offense. I don't know. They've, 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 they've done things. They just, they just lose sometimes in moments where they were talking trash. That's all. Right. So, no, so they've done, they've done things. It's just when their they biggest get to, issue is on the road, though. They get, yes. They, they, they struggle on the road. They struggle. They struggle on the road. They do. They really do. So they need to figure that out. They need to figure that out come playoff time because, you know, a lot of those teams in the West, they they're starting to heat up. As Josh said, "Oh no, we're fine in the West." So those are starting to heat up. Bro, have you seen hey, that mashup? Hey, where, have his, you seen the mashup where they said like they're fine in the West, and then they show them like their yeah, like exactly. recent losses against Western teams? Oh my gosh, that shit was so funny. And so there's 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 a couple hey, boogeymen now in the West. There's two they're specifically. Still, they're, they're still ranked number teams. one in defense right now, but we'll see what happens with them. Thanks I think to, the uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. I think the Grizzlies will beat the Nuggets. I don't think they'll beat the Nuggets. We'll see. We'll see or, what MVP Jokic has to say about that. <laughs> uh, triple double loss. That's what he'll say. Yeah. Um, that's not happening. The Nuggets are going to win this one. Um, yeah. With emphasis, I think they they will win this one. But um. <laughs> So I guess we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Three, three, and we will we will find out for sure who the winner is. But everyone, that's it for this week of basketball babble. Um, Hefe or TP, do you have any closing um statements? Don't you say nothing yes. about Boston? Don't you say nothing about Boston, bro? We didn't ask you that. Actually, it's off the table. You cannot say anything bad about Boston. Any other closing words that's, besides that? That's fine. I hate the entire East except for Miami. That's acceptable. That's acceptable. I'll take that. TP, what about um, you? I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to look at the alignment of who the best players in the league are. Uh, Jason Tatum is quickly rising. Um, the Knicks are on a five game win streak. We love that. Baseball is back. Let's go, New York Mets. Um, yeah, that's 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 about it. TP Sopranos out of here. I'm gonna go eat some. Uh, gonna get some gobble ghoul. Get a little cold cut sandwich. Bro, it's eight fifty two a.m. Oh, <laughs> but everyone, um, that'll that'll be it for basketball battle this week. Uh, join us again uh, next week. Uh, we'll rediscuss everything that is currently going on in the NBA and uh, give you the latest updates as well as our perspective and analysis. Until then, go Boston Celtics. They're the only team to beat in the East as far as I'm concerned. Um, but, yeah, give us a rating on Apple or um, Spotify or wherever you listen to, um, you know, your podcast. All right, until then, uh, this is Trev signing out. Boston's trash. You can go to hell, Jeff. <laughs>